What's up, guys? Welcome back to Long Days, Longer Nights, your favorite podcast. We have an awesome show today, an interview with singer and songwriter John Kay. If you don't know John Kay, you will after this interview. Um, really chill guy. It was awesome talking with him, everything from music to our best friend, Emma from Loot. <laughs> <laughs> our new best friend. <laughs> Emma from Loot, which you know by now because we talk about her in every episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, we had a good talk with John Kay, talked to him for about 40 minutes. So yeah, it's going to be a good show today. Uh, yeah, it was very good. It was very cool, chill. Uh, really quickly, while we have the floor. We always um, have the floor. It's our, <laughs> it's our podcast, I know. But um, when we got the confirmation for John Kay's interview, Jack and I decided to do some more research. So <laughs> we did some research and I came upon, I typed in John Kay not really thinking like there has to be specific, but I search it up. The first thing pops up is a, w- a wiki page. So I tap on it. And like the first thing it says, John Kay is a animator, uh, animator and song writer and like song producer. So I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, that's that's our guy. That's, that's what <laughs> we're looking for. <laughs> and I just keep on reading and, and it's getting like a little not, like it's not, I realize that's not him just from <laughs> just from reading it more just because it was like not, had nothing to do with like what he's doing you know now. He was and none of these things <laughs> were matching up. It was like it wasn't matching up and Sander like walks over to me and he's like he shows me a picture of this guy. He's like this is him, right? And I'm like no, it's like some 50-year-old. I don't know, it was just it was just funny cuz I was like the more I re- read into this, it was like, yeah, this isn't our guy. So I went to go with check yeah. with Jack and he's like, just to clarify, it's not the John K we did an interview with. This interview was awesome. We talk music, everything like that. Really awesome guy. So um, yeah, I guess coming up, John K interview. If we never met, I'll be drunk waking up in someone else's bed. I'd be lost in a crowded room of fake friends I wouldn't even know what love is If we never met What if I never started singing? What if you never told your family you were leaving? When you felt the pressure There's a million different reasons We shouldn't be together But when I put it all together it all comes back to you, you, you I love it when the only light Is me, you, and the moon And baby, when I close my eyes I'm thinking about if we never met I'd be drunk waking up in someone else's bed I'd be lost in a crowded room of fake friends We are joined today by a special guest and artist, John Kay. John Kay, how are you? What's up, guys? I'm doing great. And how are you? Good. Not too bad. Awesome. Not too bad. Um, you know, we'll get right into. Uh, well, we'll get we'll get into music later. But first, we wanted to know uh, how you got into the music industry and what was your path like to where you are now. Um, 
I'm realizing more and more that that everybody's path is just super unique to them. You know, there isn't, I get a lot of times people ask me like, how do you do it? What are the steps you take? Like, it's basically just a lot of somewhat wrong decisions where you just don't stop and you keep making like almost right decisions and a lot of bad decisions that lead you to just overall committing to doing what I love to do. And that's just perform. How do I, how do I perform? Well, I have to write songs. Okay. What does that mean? How do I sing a song? Well, I have to learn how to write a song. Okay. What does that mean? So I went to Nashville and I figured out how to write some songs. And then I met, you know, a couple people that, that told me that my writing could be better and kind of challenged me to elevate. And it's just, it's a, it's a path that you choose and you choose just to like stick it out no matter what and figure out little by little things along the way. So how did I get into music? I just kind of stuck around and like let music kind of still linger there. And then if there was opportunities to, to write, I would say yes more than I said no. And I wrote a lot of bad songs to write a couple good songs. And it's just a grind over a series of like, I mean, I'm like five years into the John Kay project and we're just now starting to get it off the ground. So yeah, you just stick it out. That's yeah, for sure. That's, that's a great answer. I like that answer. Yeah, good answer. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you mentioned your friends with Emma from Loot. We're a huge friends of hers. We had her on the show. We talked with her for like hours. Um, she was awesome. But how did that relationship start and how did you come together with Loot to create Wasted Summer? Yeah, Emma can definitely talk for hours. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, Emma's, Emma's a homie. Um, I love Jackson and Emma and I've worked with Jackson, both of them on different songs and they're just truly creative people like you can tell that they're they're lifers and most people that you meet where you're like you meet them and you it makes sense while why they're being successful in this industry is because they have that thing where like it's it's very evident that they're going to be doing music for the rest of their life um i don't even remember exactly how i think jackson and i jumped in a session and i met russ and and emma um when they asked me to be a part of teamwork and it was dope i mean they just sent me they sent me wasted summer and it had an open completely open second verse and they were kind of like do you want to do your thing on this and so i just went to the studio the same day and threw down a bunch of random passes and just like melody lyrics ad-libs and you know they loved it pieces together and then i got like the master a couple months later and i didn't have to do anything like decision wise they just loved it and it <laughs> product and i was like yo this is the easiest thing i've ever done in my life yes, like, i'm in <laughs> it could be more like this every single time and then especially after shooting the video i mean emma's great and their whole team is just awesome and so now they're they're a family when you were writing if we never met did you know that that song would be a hit when you first wrote it or first put it out there into the world my my manager will tell you that he knew it was a hit when he first heard it. I don't I don't know if I believe him. Um, that wasn't that wasn't like a song where we were we were trying to write something great. Honestly, that was one that we were just trying to capture what we were talking about. And I was in the room with Steph Jones, and we were just kind of uh, it was my first write ever with her, so we were getting to know each other, and we were just having a conversation just like we are. And I was just kind of saying how cool it was that 
my my path like it's just been kind of organized by the people that I've met and when I met Rob who's now my manager like a big shift happened for me and he was somebody that challenged me to like be a little more pop and challenge me to try to do stuff like he loves he loves like Justin Timberlake but also he loves like Eminem and he loves uh a bunch of more like I don't know just super rhythmic really dope stuff that leans that way and it brought me out of kind of Nashville soul and more into a pop lane where I kind of opened my eyes to that and so if I never met Rob you know I would have never maybe changed it up a little bit to kind of open myself up to different genres and exploring like all that I could do as an artist. And that led me on to meet a lot of other people. And so I was just telling the story and the lyrics came out in conversation. And then it was just, let's find a melody that is like saying what we're talking about right now. Like, this is cool. We should just capture this. Um, so it was more of my honest story. And that was the first time in a write where I just kind of was a little bit vulnerable and just kind of chilling, talking about the story. And then the song kind of came out more in a conversation. And then we just were able to capture the melody really quickly and then put it together. It was only like a two hour write and the song was done. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know, usually you see like this trend with artists when like, like you said, like we're in their most vulnerable state is usually when like, Music things start to click yeah exactly when yeah. the music is the best so I, yeah that's that's a great like it's that. it's hard to figure out when it's going to happen but i i think the best songs are written when you're actually like not overthinking it at all when you're totally it just comes out and like lyrics are coming out with melody and then you're just kind of riding that out and it just all feels good and seems to already make sense and have its place then you get to the end of it and the song is already done in a way that is totally new and totally real and totally honest and just all very connected. And you're not trying to think and slam your head against the wall to find those lyrics and that melody <laughs> like really cool and dope. And like, you just, it just happens, I think. And you, you work your whole life to have a couple of those moments where it just happens, you know? Right. That's kind and of- And it did for this one, so. It did, I think it's just, you know, and even when we wrote it, like, it wasn't my favorite. I wasn't like, this is my favorite song of all time that I've ever written. It was just like, I was, I was really connected in that, right? And I feel like it's very honest. And uh, now let's, let's just try to not screw it up from this point forward. <laughs> yeah. And to stay on topic with If We Never Met, obviously, uh, Kelsey Ballerini is featured on a version of it. How did that whole thing come together? Super organically. She is friends with Steph, who I wrote it with, and Steph also writes in her camp. And they've been friends for a long time. And I think, uh, you know, Kelsey reached out to Steph and was like, oh, I really love that song. And we were kind of like, well, we're looking for somebody to feature on it. If you feel like you can connect to that story, we would be happy to give you the second verse to write whatever you want into it. And immediately, yeah, they, they were into it. And we sent them an open second verse and she sent it back a couple of days later. And we mixed it and put it out. It was just like easy. Just like that. Yeah, it was easy. Wow. Yeah. Steph, and Steph jumped in with her. So, you know, it was nice to have the original writer who really knows the pulse of the song and, you know, mm-hmm. everything that goes into it, be able to 
work with. Oh, that, that's interesting, yeah. And help her tell her version of the story and how it connected to her while also staying very true to the, to the song. That's good. I, I like that. I like that. Wow. It's um, interesting that he was like able to be in with her too, like you said. Yeah. And Steph Jones, she's a, she's a, she's a woman. Oh, sorry. She. No, you're good. Oh, Jack. You ever see this? I mean, it's a, it's a, it could go either way, and I just said it's a unisex name. <laughs> yeah, it kind of is. Um, it could be Stefano, <laughs> Stefano, you know, Steph Curry. Oh, ooh, so like, okay. Steph Curry. That's what happened. It, you were thinking. Yeah, of, uh, I was thinking Steph Curry. Yeah, just like hitting threes, and you were like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> big basketball fan over there. Right. When's it gonna come back? Uh, I don't know. Uh, hopefully soon. I mean, they were didn't they already like put out like a schedule? Or I don't know. I mean, I'm just making they, stuff up. Are they doing it with 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 no fans? Yeah, I I believe so. That's what a lot. It's of all gonna be with no fans. There's like a scrimmage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically. You hear scrimmage. the crowd war, but there's silence everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> like, are they still gonna play? Uh, is it just gonna be a quiet arena? Are they still gonna play <laughs> fake like, like music and stuff? <laughs> yeah. They have a fake audience. Is the announcer going to be like, Steph Curry? <laughs> <laughs> then just silence. Yeah. Maybe they'll work in some like fake applause and stuff. Right. Like a, they just press a button and just yeah, like claps. <laughs> yeah, know. it's definitely, definitely crazy. Um, but moving on to six months. Um, now, I personally like six months just because like, I don't know, it's, it, it's a little more chill or vibe than uh, other pieces of music that you're in. Um, so I guess what my question is, what was the main message behind that song? Or like, why would you, why did you write that? What, what were you thinking? So that, that track will make, I feel like it'll make a lot more sense in a little bit when there's more context and we drop some more music but that song was kind of serving to bridge the gap between if we never met being very acoustic and very simple and doesn't really commit to anything production wise that could put it in a in a hole or in, a, in its own corner and then six months we had two versions of it we had a guitar vocal version and then we had this fully produced, very ethereal, you know, kind of like what the song sounds like at the end of the song. And they both didn't feel like spot on. So what we did is we combined them and we started the song out very acoustic. And you get that, that early, it's like, we start out kind of where if we never met ends and we end up in this whole different land that's very ethereal and very like vibey and very, just like exploring the sonics of, of being in that place where there's more production elements. Um, and that's kind of what the album will do. And there will be right. some songs that are very acoustic, very stripped and very just like vocal forward. And then we've also explored the other side where there are some more production elements and we can lean into pop a little bit more. So I'm, I'm excited to just, as I've been diving into this whole career like it's really really cool to explore all sides of of what that what it means for john k and, and me and my team to kind of dive into it and we're realizing that there's no ceiling on it and 
we can go as as broad as we want. So yeah, um, six months. That song is special to us because it it also came from a real story. Me and me and Dante. Dante is one of my my mains. We um we were on a long trip to LA and we were just kind of homesick and we were you know every day is that that intro conversation of like all right what do you feel like today like what do you want to write about and we were just uh, Dante had a really cool chord progression that is how the song starts and he just spat out like feels like it's been six months and seven days and I'm like oh that's kind of cool let let's let's like flesh that out and see where that takes us let's ride it and we built line by line, like from there moving forward. And it was just kind of a very cohesive little ride. Just the way the song feels is kind of how it came out. And yeah, no, six months was, it's a, it's a special song. It's, it's one we had a lot of fun with. Again, it wasn't too long of a write. We, the different part about this one is we started with the very first line and we wrote like straight through the song. Like line oh, by really? line, started in the verse, and then finished all those lyrics. And then we're like, where does this feel like it goes? And we wrote a pre-chorus initially, and then that didn't feel right. So we scratched that completely and just went straight into the, baby, when we fall asleep, and went straight into the, the hook from the verse. And that felt like the right move. So yeah, I, I, you know, it's always crazy how these things come together. Of course, like every song has like its own come together and story behind yeah. writing it and producing mm -hmm. it but you it'll it'll all start to make more sense as we this year is kind of going to be the year and i never expected that 2020 would be the year that it's been so far but we have a, a just a shitload of music that we're about to drop and we feel really oh right. yeah that was we're gonna inside scoop. <laughs> that, yeah inside scoop breaking news yeah yeah we were gonna ask about the future projects and stuff yeah buddy um, I'm so pumped. This is this is like the four years of work that has come out of out of hundreds of songs that we've written. Like, you know, there's a handful that have just risen to the top or sometimes stayed around. You know, sometimes it's that song that just doesn't go away. And yeah. what happens is like anything else, like you constantly raise your own bar and, you know, you think you write a great song. And then next month you write two more that you're like, oh, that that song we wrote last month doesn't even seem like a good song anymore because these are so much better. Right, doesn't meet your standards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. And then you can't dip below that new line that you've made for yourself. Of course not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's because you're, that. you're already that high. You can't like go below. Right. Like, there's even some songs that I wish I'm like, man, we could have released those a couple years ago because I'm not going to release it now because we have so much stuff that's up here. And then this yeah, sense like a few years ago, that those were you know the standard, but now they're sort of like a new standard where you don't even right. want to release that stuff because there's so much other better stuff out exactly that you've created. That's interesting. So now I'm just trying to treat it like this isn't necessarily everything that John K. Packet like has to offer, but it is a snapshot of like where we are now and kind of where we're going. You know, I like that because there's there's going to be a lot of music that we're going to put out, and that's yes, can't so, wait. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Oh, and on six months, we dropped the music video today. Oh, really? Wow. I didn't yeah. see it. Yep, I just threw it up. I threw up the link a little bit ago. Um, we shot the whole thing in quarantine, so everybody was all masked up. We did the entire thing in a studio where the whole studio was green screen. The floor was green. The ceilings up to 20 feet were green. 
And uh, I'll drop, a, I think I'm going to put a little BTS thing out tomorrow that kind of shows the side by side. We did it. I will, I'll definitely be watching nice. those yeah, two things cool. later today. Or so it today, the goal tomorrow. was to like visually make it look how the song like feels audibly. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. You'll you'll get that. Yeah, I'm sure we will once we once we watch it. But Jack. Hello? Yeah. Are you there? Yeah. You can never tell if Jack's frozen. Yeah, <laughs> And trust me, I've been dealing with this for the past couple of months with him. He'll be but. like, it's so bad. <laughs> You're like, Jack? And he's like, yeah, what's up? I've been here <laughs> the entire time. Where have you been? <laughs> I hate this. All right, I think oh. it's good. Uh, so who are some artists that you listened to growing up or even some artists that influence your music now? Mm. It's a tough one for me. I'm always trying to like, get this answer more concise because you know I, I don't even know how many different phases of music like I went through growing up yeah it's pretty broad but it started out with I grew up in South Florida so we were always on the boat so it was like reggae red red wine all the time just over and over and over some Bob Marley like there was Ooh. all the, like some <laughs> influence over there like that kind of beachy vibe and then, but my dad grew up listening to a lot of Beatles, Eagles, um, Otis Redding. And then I kind of fell in love with, on my own, I fell in love with Sam Cooke and Donny Hathaway and these like really old school soul singers. And it was just purely out of, uh, I want to be able to do that. You know, like, oh, I heard that riff and that run, like, that's amazing. Like, I, I needed to do it until I could do it. Um, mm -hmm. And that kind of led, and then I was at the perfect age, like right when songs about Jane came out, like Love Maroon 5. Listen to a lot of Justin Nazuka, John Mayer. Uh, all these just like male vocalists, I would, I would emulate myself. John Legend, like, oh, I can, yeah. I can learn that run. Gavin DeGraw, I can get that, that grit and that scratch and that just taking little different things from a bunch of different people developed me as a vocalist and then artistically you know i work with and if you hear me in any interviews i'll talk about my team probably more than most artists will talk about their team especially in a solo project but i'm just surrounded by a group of guys that not only always make me better but we just have our finger on the pulse and we all like different things about pop music um and we all just like Basically, we have a system, and once it checks all of our boxes, we're like, all right, this shit is dope, and it's done, and it's ready to go. Like, if it's dope enough where we would, if we heard that on a playlist, we would send it to our friends. That's the bar. Like, I'm hearing the song for the first time, and I'm like, yo, this, this shit's fire. Like, bro, check this out. I need it. I, not only do I, am I going to listen to the whole song, which is rare, because people have such a short attention span that it's mm -hmm. like 30 seconds in, you're like, eh. It's still good. I like it, but next, right? Explore mode, but we want <laughs> that like are captivating enough to to garner a full listen, and then at the end of that listen, we want them to want to listen again, and then send it to somebody, then be like, "This is, I just found this song, and this is dope." Yeah, so. it's like yeah. the first, like you said, the first thirty seconds that needs to grab people's attention so that they can share and forward it to other people, so it. Yeah. continues yeah. to grow 
it's and it's tough because you know there's certain songs where you want to let the song build and sometimes the climax of the song isn't isn't till two minutes in but you still right. need to have an interesting right. enough first verse that you know people aren't going to get checked out as soon as it comes on yeah it's yeah. a dance it is <laughs> it's a dance i mean the album we can be a little less precious about it and we can make it more about a, i want it to be a cohesive listening experience and not sound like a bunch of singles but more like feel like a live show have mm -hmm. you know some up and down moments where okay like this would be where i would sit down at the piano and do like a softer song and then follow it with some tempo and get people back up and get people moving so there's a little different thought process that goes into that but especially with singles man they gotta they gotta catch you from the oh yeah, yeah lose interest quickly yeah right. 30 seconds in and it's boring like nope. no next <laughs> I, I do it too bro. like i'm listening to yeah no me too like, okay that's good yeah that's cool next yeah <laughs> like full listens are hard to come by anymore and it's it's kind of sad because like as you explain like those early or artists like people would listen to the entire song and it'd be great throughout but now it's like modern day you know things have changed you gotta you gotta like you said earlier you gotta meet the standards of not only yourself but like everyone around you not only that it's like tiktok culture bro you got like five oh, seconds yeah. <laughs> that too that too. that's you true five seconds to people make like it or break it. exactly yeah yeah <laughs> you can throw out like some crazy dumb lyric that gets way more attention than you know like something you really thought would do well Albums barely even exist anymore. Yeah, it's it's a rarity. Yeah. Um, We're gonna throw it back. We're gonna bring it back. We're gonna bring it back. I want a cohesive experience. I want to sit down for twenty minutes plus and just, dude, that's the ultimate goal. If you can get somebody to want to listen from top to bottom to an album without, like, oh, then it, yeah, then that's then we did it. Yeah, that's, that's cool. how I used to listen to music growing up. Of course, it's when an album does come out, that's how I listen to it too. Like a, yeah. I'm a good person. Yeah, I feel like the artist deserves. I still try to do that. Like if, like when uh, a good a good, when Lennon Stella dropped her album, I was like, I respect her as an artist, and I'm gonna give her a full listen all the way through to see like, not only like take you know see how she did it and see how she kind of worked things together, but I just feel like if it's an artist that I, I, I like, I'm, I'm going to give them the, the respect that I would want as a, as a listener, you know? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Plus it's also like, you can't judge the entire album based on like the first song on the list. Like you kind of almost have to listen to everything. So you know, like what you like and what you don't like, you know, it's not like you can listen to the first song and just base that first song on everything else they're going to be completely different songs sometimes so i think that's what makes like good albums really good is when they sound like a coherent project like you said right like, you have to listen to it fully through to like understand the the message of it and it's it sounds better that way i think and then it makes you appreciate little moments uh mm -hmm. from songs more you know of course yeah it gives, some, it gives you some reference and some depth of of just understanding like the artists themselves you know, you get, you get to know them. Yeah. All, all the little creative decisions, you know, vocally and, and with the arrangement, everything like, yeah, it's supposed to feel good. 
just supposed to feel good all the way through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> we talked a little bit about your future projects, but is there anything else? Like, I know this is a big, big step, but is there like anything else that you're working on? Maybe like, um, I don't know, like merch or something. I don't know, like anything else that you- No, just because Emma told us about her merch. You just ask every <laughs> guest that they have merch. Emma's, Emma's killing it with merch. I think, you know, we have, we have the If We Never Met shirts up on the website. Um, and so right now, like, we're just kind of, sitting it there for a second and this whole last couple of months being locked up indoors has been a really interesting time to to even i i don't think before this i mean my eyes were always set on an album but it was never this realistic and i had a strange opportunity rather than you know we talked about earlier kind of that go 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 mindset raise the bar continue to write you know go write more songs and raise the bar um, I was so locked in that, that I, I didn't really ever have time to just sit down with nothing to do and look at the whole catalog of music that we had been writing over the past two and a half years. And once I did that, it was like, wow, there's a lot of really dope songs in here that are almost to the finish line. Like, what if we just spent a little bit of time trying to finish up these songs rather than always trying to raise the bar? Let's, let's, we might actually have a body of work. And the more that we dove into songs that were halfway done and three quarters of the way done and just needed some, you know, TLC to get to the finish line, we like, I quickly realized that we have a, like a project that's really, really dope. And we focused the entire month of, I don't even know what month it is now, but <laughs> June, I think the entire month of April and May of really just like ironing out small details and getting this thing to feel cohesive. And we're finally in that like final step where we're in a lot of mixing and a lot of, you know, finishing up. You see the end zone kind of thing. Yeah, we're, we're right. We're in the red zone for sure. That's exciting. Red zone. About to strike and it's starting to feel really cool. So yeah, the focus is fully on the project now. And then once we get some more visibility on that and start to get people to really understand where we're going and doing cool and creative ways to do, you know, acoustic videos in quarantine, um, trying to continue to create content. And, you know, we just did this music video, which was a pretty big feat. I mean, the director of the music video was in Chicago over a live link Zoom call where she could see the whole set and was getting a live feed of like the shots. And then we had a director that was there with us and I'm in Orlando. So it was a dance and we had to do the whole thing in in one day. So- One day? It's nuts how things are getting done right now. Yeah, I know. It was wild. And it was like, all right, we got it. Next shot, go change. Like, let's go. <laughs> Roll in the next set. Roll in the next set. Where's the like, it, was, it was wild. But we got it done. We got it done. And that's what it's all about. So, no, I'm, I'm just, I'm very optimistic about where we're going. I love my team. I love the music that we're making. And um, there's never been a clearer snapshot of where, where I am as an artist and where we are going collectively than what this next... Uh, little block of music will bring and that's awesome and it's all about love which is what we need right now so of I course think, uh, for sure kind of a cool way and i didn't plan it that way but you know that was kind of where i felt like my heart was at and you know it's it's i was we've been focusing on trying to find creative ways to write love songs because everything is kind of either a love song or kind of on the other side of that yeah 
Right. We organized um, a, a couple songs, a lot of songs that are very, very broad in how they attack it. But like, if we never met, it's a good example of a non-traditional love song where you're basically, you know, by saying I'd be drunk waking up in someone else's bed is like a really sweet like way to tell somebody to like, <laughs> yeah. I'd be a total, I'd probably be in jail. I'd be a total waste of life if I hadn't met you. Like, right. You know, so that's kind of the, the angles we're taking. It's just like non-traditional cool ways to tell people that you love them. I like that. Yeah. Love, love that. Ooh, good one, Jack. See, there Thanks. you go. Thanks. <laughs> uh sandra you have anything else any other questions uh yeah uh this just came up but uh is there anyone that you would like to collaborate with in future projects i don't know like a couple years down the line um yeah i mean you can I say mean, no i mean if you don't want no, to no. <laughs> there will be no collaborations ever <laughs> <laughs> i mean everybody that like i the more that i get into it the more i realized how how linked up and how small the circles are um, in the writing community and even in the artist community. And it's, it's a big family of people that we all understand each other's struggles and we all understand the grind that it takes to, to put this all together. Right. And um, so I'm just going to keep my eyes open and my ears open and look for good opportunities that fit both parties. Um, mm -hmm. I'm definitely very open to a lot of different collaborations and I have a bunch of artists on the list, you know, but I want it to be organic and natural. So if Jeremy Zucker hits me up or if Chelsea Cutler hits me up or anybody from there. Yeah, all, all of them. I love all the mutual friends. Yep. Quinn is dope. Them. Mutual friends are dope. You know, yeah. Stella would be awesome. Yeah. I feel like there's like a, a cool little group of like people kind of just grinding it out. Yeah. And yeah. Being, like they're like a really cool person and they also make really dope music and they seem to really enjoy it. So. Seems like there's a little niche of us all like in that mid twenties range uh -huh. to grind it out and put out a bunch of good music. So oh yeah, I feel like those opportunities will just the more music we release, the more it'll one day be like, hey, what if we did this together? And then we'll just you know put it together and put it out. You know right? Yeah, I like How that. I keep happening, just easy. That's a good answer. I feel like you're really similar to all those people that you just named. Like I feel like those would be good ones to hear. Just yeah. as a listener, I don't even know you guys personally, but just like music, <laughs> I think that would be good. Calm down. Uh, Jack, you got anything else? or I don't have anything else. If you want, though, if you have anything else you want to say or like plug in your Instagram or like tell people to listen to this, you can just say that and stuff. And then, yeah, kids, um, follow me at John K Music. We dropped that music video today. Um, I think that the youtube is it's either like the website is musicbyjohnk.com but everything else is john k music so it can be a little confusing but i guarantee if you search either one of those you'll find me something will come up yeah <laughs> something <laughs> something will come up uh but no you guys are great you guys are it's been nice hanging you know hit me yeah. up uh I'll, I'll text you guys when i'm up on on the island and see if we can yeah for sure See what the the quarantine schedule looks like and then, yeah uh, if we're allowed to you know make human contact with other people like, i'd be down <laughs> i hope so yeah same here awesome the goat john k thanks for joining us yeah thanks. thank you no you guys are great have a great one be safe you too you too
like it's been six months and seven days when I'm without you. There ain't no way I don't think about you. Yeah. All I do is think about you. Yeah. I love when you get so shy that your cheeks turn red. How am I the only guy inside your head? I'm thinking out loud. Yeah, I'm just thinking out loud. Yeah. Cause baby, when we fall asleep, you know that you're safe with me. Baby, this is all we need. And we're right where we belong. Wish I didn't have to go. It's hard to leave you all alone. Even when we're far from home. Yeah, we're right. Hard to leave you. 